Hello everyone, welcome to Astrodisiac, your sonic elixir of the stars, coming to you live from the dark side of the moon. I'm your host, Valerie Mesa, and today is episode three of my baby, Astrodisiac, and guess what? My girl Luciana is here for a second time in a row. Hi, Lucy. back again. Back again. Thank you for having me again. No, thank you for joining me. So since you guys... Gave me such amazing, you know, reviews about last episode and just all the stuff that we discussed. I wanted to bring Lucy, you know, on again for a second round, which get used to it, girl, because <laughs> this is what happens when two water signs come together. And um, so yes, fish tank here. absolutely. So we're going to be doing that. And we are right in the middle of we're not right in the middle of, but like we're well into Virgo season. I don't know about you. I don't have a lot of mutable energy in my chart. I'm a cancer, so I have a lot of cardinal and I have a lot of fixed in me. But Lucy over here knows very well what it's like to be a mutable sign being a Pisces. How do you feel during Virgo season? Because it's kicking my ass. It's like back to school, get your shit together, start doing things. Which is so typical of Virgo season because, I mean, in reality, the divine order of the zodiac wheel, it never fails. Like once... Le okay, so Leo season, we're all playing outside, we're at the beach, we're, you know, tapping into our inner child, we're, you know, under the sun, woohoo, you know, everybody's like falling in love, the summer love, but then once Virgo season comes around, it is, it's the beginning of the school year, everybody goes it's back. It's like routine, oh think my about God, it. totally, and in astrology, the sixth house belongs to Virgo, and the sixth house has everything to do with the way you are of service to others, with your health, with your day-to-day -day routine, your mind and body, like here in the physical dimension. Um, Virgo is an earth sign. But aside from the fact that it's Virgo season, there are four planets in Virgo right now. And I'm going to get into just the essence of Virgo season. But right now we have, and I'm going to pull up the chart for today right now, but we have four planets in Virgo. So God. people who don't have a lot of earth in their chart, a.k.a. me, it like I again, I try to embrace the energy of all the, of, of the zodiac sign of, you know, everything throughout the year. I try to really I'm, I'm pretty I'm a chameleon, but wow, it is hardcore. Yeah, Virgo season for me, it's like you need to get it together. You need to start doing something. <laughs> and you have you, you were telling me earlier. Oh, you, yeah, have Jupiter and Virgo. Jupiter so that, and Virgo. That, hold on. I think I think you told me once that that means that I grow through work. Yes. Like so, expand or whatever. Absolutely. So Lucy is a rising Aries. She's a Pisces, but she's a rising Aries. So she actually has Jupiter in Virgo in her sixth house, which already belongs to Virgo. So you thrive mm -hmm. when you have a routine. You thrive in the workplace. But I'm so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I, I, I never pictured you as the, as the lazy type. It's just like I'm, I'm a big procrastinator. Oh, no, that's such a Pisces. Like, thing, I actually. do... I, I, do things and I'm assertive about things but at the same time um, I, I just put them off it's like yeah I have to, I, I'm telling you I have like so many projects like that are you know in the middle stage of where they're supposed to be because I never finish I was like oh I'll finish them later oh that's so Pisces though like, yeah yeah that's yeah. beyond because again that's the mutable energy mutable is one of the modalities one of the three modalities you have fixed cardinal and mutable cardinal goes first fixed goes second cardinal signs Aries Cancer Libra and Capricorn hold on hold on what does cardinal mean okay that so, they start yes they like to in, they're initiators they like to start things they don't even mind change because they kind of like it um but it's different from the mutable energy right so then fixed is very just fixated on what it is that they're doing they're unmoving the taurus mm -hmm. uh you have taurus scorpio 
Aquarius, and I'm missing one. I'm missing a fixed sign here. Taurus. My gosh. Sag? No, that's Sag is mutable. Hmm. Taurus, Scorpio. Oh, t- Leo. The Leos are like, hello. Excuse me. How, how dare you? For- Leo, I'm so sorry about that. Your, your birthday <laughs> season's over. So, yeah. So, yeah, you have the Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. Notice how stubborn they are. Yeah. They're not. Very black and white. Totally. Like, they kind of just, you know, once they make up their mind, that's it. Um, you know, Capricorn. Okay, so you have Cardinal, like I said, Cancer, Libra, eh, Capricorn, and then and Aries, right? I'm not saying that they can't make uh they have trouble you know change when it comes to like changing their mind or being indecisive like i'm not saying that but i feel like they're a little bit more open-minded again capricorns mm-hmm. can also be really ruthless and you know really realistic about stuff and oh, pragmatic now that you're defining them you would i i, I would have thought that capricorn was a, a fixed sign you would think that would right think that, yeah yeah but the way that cap so cardinal signs also are the beginning of seasons Mm -hmm. um so they kick off a season so cancer kicks off the summer okay um libra kicks off the fall capricorn aries spring i keep forgetting aries um which is the first time (laughs) i could just say yeah so cancers because i'm a cancer (laughs) um and then yeah so but so that's that's really what it is but then mutable it's like a combination of both Mm -hmm. so again if you don't have a lot of mutable energy in your chart aka sagittarius pisces gemini or virgo then you might be a little bit on edge during this time. Now, we have four planets in Virgo. Mars is in Virgo. The sun is in Virgo. Mercury is in Virgo right now. Venus is in Virgo right now. So even love, people are probably like, no, You don't fit in my schedule, so I can't do it. (laughs) Yeah, like, people are like, I'm so sorry. Um, You just have, like, a hair sticking out, and it's just not going to work out. Literally. And this is horrible because I don't want to be like last time how we were like being super biased about um, the way that the signs just act and things like that. Because, again, Virgo, I have so many good things to say about Virgo and we'll get to that. But so with Mars and Virgo, the way that we take action right now, like we don't want to waste time. We want to be efficient. We want, you know, to get the job done in terms of love and the way that we're relating to others. It's about the little things. Virgo loves the little things, the little details. Work smart, not hard. Yes, exactly. Listen to the Jupiter and Virgo. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. So, you guys, I have a surprise for you, but it's like I haven't even, like, I don't know which one to press first, but I'm going to just go with this. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we got sound effects. Episode three. I mean, we're just taking oh, it great. to another level. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we're playing laser tag here, too. So, um, anyway, we'll get, we'll get. <laughs> We'll, 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 we'll get to that. Um, so yeah, so we have four planets in Virgo. We have the moon right now in Sagittarius, conjunct Jupiter. It's a few degrees away. but And then we also have Neptune and Pisces. So we are in the midst of a T-square. That is what is referred to as a T-square. Whenever mutable signs make a connection, cardinal signs make a connection, or fixed signs make a connection, they square each other because okay. they are all the same. So they almost challenge one another so when there is a connection between let's say a moon and leo and a pluto in in scorpio which happens to a lot of people in our generations with moon and leo Mm -hmm. their moon and leo wants to express their emotions and they want to be loud and proud but their pluto and scorpio is like "Uh, (laughs) why are you doing that you know it challenges leo challenges pluto's desire to transform itself so is that for everyone though 
people who have their moon in Leo square if they were born in the Pluto in, in Scorpio generation. Oh. Just like you have your Venus in Aquarius, Pluto in Scorpio. Wow. Venus square Pluto. We sp- yeah, we talked about it last time. Yeah, we, we kind of gave uh, Lucy a little... Oh, yeah. A little roast last time. Um, I'm not going to let that go, guys. So, so yeah. So, right now with this T-square, this mutable T-square, it's busy. It's, it's for me, right? Everybody's different. But it's, it's busy. It's nonstop. I put on Twitter that it feels like a mental tsunami because I just feel... <laughs> you should say mental tsunami. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm so like... Okay, that's how my brain feels. So it's just everything's at 100. And again, it's all of this Virgo energy. Now with Virgo, what happens too is that we are all under a magnifying glass. Do Mm -hmm. you feel that right now? Do you feel like you're looking at things a lot closer? I'm overanalyzing things. Same. You know? So. Same. Yeah. And um, now let's talk about Virgo people. Oh, God. Okay. I like Virgos. I do. I, I I think some of my best friends are Virgos. Like, and then and then again, I find it funny that everyone's birthday is in September. <laughs> it's like, did your parents go to a holiday party in December when before you were born? <laughs> What's the? Oh yeah, because yeah, they're everyone. Just like Scorpios are conceived during Valentine's Day, which is Same so thing. typical. No, so I have like so many like back to back birthdays during Virgo season. Yeah, it's interesting because I, you being a Pisces, Virgo is. Virgo lives on your axis mm-hmm. so you guys are kind of even though it doesn't seem like it you guys are even oddly similar I know that people might be like what are you talking about because I do not and I will never I'm not will never but I do not act like a Capricorn yeah. but I do feel like there's like a compliment between each other yeah there's a compliment like complementary energy between these polarities and I feel like Virgos a lot of times I mean look at Zendaya in Euphoria. She... Euphoria is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, oh my God. Oh my God, it's so amazing. It's such a good show. It's such so a incredible, show. but it's such a Pisces show. SK Pissum with drugs? What? <laughs> it's like. You don't say. When she says, like, I just wanna. I just want to be here. I just want to feel nothing like the void. Yeah. You know, that's such a Pisces thing, but then yet she's a Virgo. So again, there's a connection there, guys. Um, So yeah, so I want to also talk to you guys about, like I said, the essence of Virgo. What is Virgo season all about? And nothing against Leos, but I always say this. Virgos are the evolved version of Leos. Oh my God. What? Yes. So (laughs) yes, because again, hot take. I know Leos are like, excuse me. Leos are out there celebrating their authenticity, expressing themselves unapologetically with courage. They're just majestic. Mm -hmm. You know, they have no shame putting themselves out there. You think of, and again, I love both of these artists, but you think of the J-Lo's of the world and then you think of the Beyonce's. I will go with the Beyonce. Thank you. No offense oh, to J Lo. I love exactly. I love J Lo. I adore J Lo. And again, it has nothing to do. Nobody is saying that she's less of an artist, but notice. So Virgo, Virgo is the evolved version of Leo because by the time that the sun reaches Virgo, we have already really come to terms with who we are, the way we want to express ourselves. So, you know, we have enough confidence in ourselves, whether it's because we found love in the summer or because we were, you know, under the sun, we played around. At the end of the day, Leo is the sign of the child, of that pure innocence, right? And then Virgo kind of is like, all right, well, what are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that talent? What are you going to do with that unique gift? How are you going to serve the world with that unique gift? Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about Michael Jackson because I feel like it's a very controversial topic. Yeah. Um, but he is another example of 
a Virgo artist who, you know, used his, well, let's not even get into that for a good cause, quote unquote, as we apparently thought, or maybe we're wrong. Who who knows <laughs> nowadays? But Beyonce, she is who she is. And she has a Mars and Leo too. She is who she is unapologetically. And she is also like, okay, well, I'm in, I'm here to, to, to express myself and I'm here to do the job well done. Yeah. No, what I love about Beyonce, it's like she is such a perfectionist. She She's such a takes everything into account, every single little detail. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen Homecoming on uh, on Netflix, the documentary from her Coachella performance. Oh like this lady was like, I don't know, two months after after being pregnant, like rehearsing, busting her ass, you know, dancing, doing all of this, trying to lose weight at the same time. I, remember, I think at one point she's like, you know what? And I'm hungry. <laughs> no, like, don't you remember that like that scene that she's talking? She's like, I've been busting my ass. She's like, I'm fucking hungry. And she, she couldn't eat because she's like, I need to have the right body to do the best performance that I can do. I need to just have Beyonce in my ear at all times. It's, I'm I telling wish. you, the moment I meet her is the moment I die. Like that, that's it. Like no, like nothing. She's will a, she needs a podcast. But I would know, listen to but that. It, what is it that what, what other side that she has? Because she is very private. Like she We're, barely gives interviews. We are totally gonna do Beyonce's chart. So stay tuned for it's, that because that's going to be. Anyways, but Beyonce is such a perfectionist, and and I that's something that inspires me in a way. Because That's like, so. I'm seeing that ver- like that side of you, that Jupiter and Virgo. I mean, I get hi. it. The sun is probably touching well, I, your natal I, I, Jupiter I realize right now. Like that I, I admire a lot of Virgos. Like, so you have Beyonce, and then my favorite movie director would be David Fincher. He's a Virgo too, and I'm like, this guy is known for taking a hundred takes of one scene to get the perfect one. I appreciate that, and you know, I. I, too, admire Virgos very much. And if there's one thing that I love about Virgos is that they make whatever they do or whatever they work on seem like the process was effortless. Mm -hmm. Like they and let me tell you something. They die inside (laughs) because they are super stressed. They are super they're even hypochondriacs. Virgos can even be hypochondriacs because they're so in tune with their bodies and their minds are at 100 as well. Mercury is Virgo's planetary ruler just like Gemini, but it's funny. Gemini is the drunk Virgo (laughs) because the way that Mercury expresses itself through Gemini is not the same way it expresses itself through Virgo. Now, why is that? Because Gemini is an air sign. So Mercury expresses itself via social exchanges, you know, brainstorming sessions. Like Gemini's are very curious. They, They almost like they're constantly gathering information and they're spreading the word, which is why they make incredible journalists. And my girl, um... Christian Portilla from Meet the Mondays is a Gemini and she's just an excellent, incredible human being and journalist. And she's such a Gemini. Now for Virgos, that mercurial energy is almost tapped. It's more focused on like the mind itself and the mental process of things. How do you, how, what is your process? What is your routine like in the morning? What is your process you know, throughout a project, what do you do first? What do you do halfway? Are you going to, you know, take more time doing something like what that's it's all about the process for Virgo. And so interestingly enough, Pisces is the polar the the polar opposite sign of Virgo. And Pisces is tapped into the universal realm, which is where people find their creativity. How do like think about it? How does 
how do people write music? How do people decide to draw something and make art? That is something that comes from a place that we cannot see. It's from that, you know, universal realm, dimension, the other side. Lucy, that's where you're that's where you're from. <laughs> Neptune, right? But then Virgo is very much here on Earth. So it's very about the mind, about the body, and the intricate details that is something that Virgo loves, aka Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah, no, one one thing that I always laugh about, it's like remember that she performed at Coachella with J Balvin. Oh my and god. During the when you watch the the documentary, you never see J Balvin performing with her, and I know why because I watched it live when it was happening on YouTube the first weekend that he came out, and she's like, "Everyone, give it up for J Balvin!" And it's like, "Oh my god!" No, I was dying inside because I'm like, he just missed his cue. Like Beyonce's gonna fucking kill him. Beyonce? No, 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 because she is so like on point. She's like, "I need this here. I want the camera pointing this way." You know her that, that she walks around with her little fan. Oh my god, the fan that is like everything. I think I saw a video once that the fan was off. I'm like, whoever did that, they're getting fired. <laughs> anyway, so Beyonce, she's like, "Give it up for J Balvin." J Balvin never showed up. He didn't make. He didn't make the cut on the documentary. They show him afterwards. I think like at, at an after party. <laughs> but it's like she is so on point. She's like, "If you're not gonna come out when I tell you to come out." That's it. Oh, I was going to mention that to you. One of my favorite parts about the Coachella documentary um, that beyond, like with Beyonce, and this is something that I find in every Virgo, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes, Virgos are hypercritical. They're perfectionists. They're extremely orderly and, and tidy, and they're always available to help you as much as possible. Not help you in the same way that a Pisces would help you, let's mm-hmm. say, because a lot of times Pisces the boundaries are dissolved with Neptune, so they almost are too giving and they're yeah. too nice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Virgo's a little bit more calculated in, in, in that what sense, they give you, yeah. Right, but they're also very earthy and they're they're humble. Um, at least the Virgos that I've met, mm-hmm. right? And I thought it was very humble of Beyonce, um, like I met Beyonce, but I wish, right? But I thought it was very humble of her when she said, well, funny enough, she said the word humble. She's like, I just gave birth and she was trying to do the dance and she was learning the dance as we were watching. Like she mm-hmm. she was so raw about everything. And I and I appreciate that humility. And I appreciate again, she wanted us to see the process. She yeah. brought us into her process, into the process of what it is to create such a spectacular she created her own little universe. So much so that in that um documentary, remember how she said, I wanted to create it from scratch. I wanted us to get together. I wanted us to feel the passion. I wanted to feel like I was back in school. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I thought yeah. that was so powerful. Like, every single detail. Every single detail. I don't understand people... That, like, listen, I understand if you don't like Beyonce because you don't have to like everyone, but you got to respect her. Like, give give credit where it's due. Like, Absolutely. She is one of the biggest... If, if not the biggest performer of her, of her generation. Find me on it. Um, these hands are rated E for everyone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Virgo, in case you haven't realized, this episode is all about you. And I have to say, I'm I'm a really big fan of of you and what you bring to the table. I actually wish I I have a south note in Virgo. I have other things in Virgo too, but I'm not gonna get into it. I have that. a question. Yes. Now that we're talking about Virgos and all and they're so organized and all that. Mm-hmm. If you could pick a perfect boss, would it be a Virgo? Oh my god. That's wh- like wh- well, I mean, it depends. If I want a boss who is going to, if I'm passionate about my job and mm-hmm. I love what I do and I want to do a good job and I want to, you know, bask in it and indulge in it, I wouldn't mind a Virgo because I'm really picky and I'm really like critical about things and I want them to be done right. Uh-huh. So I wouldn't mind that. But if I'm like working a job just to work it, no, and get paid, no, I'm saying like in an ideal scenario, if you could pick like the sign of. 
exactly i would if it was like a job that i wouldn't care for that i would just be getting a paycheck hell no because then they're going to be on my ass and i'm not going to want to deal but if it's for something that i really like i wouldn't mind a virgo yeah yeah what about you yes for sure right i would say yeah like as I've, I don't think I've ever had a, like a Virgo boss. Now that I think about it, I don't but think so. You would have, you would have done well with a Virgo boss. But the thing is that um, I think with like with someone a Virgo like supervising you or anything like that, they would be too critical. In a way, so it's like yeah, I can, I can take the feedback, but it's like how how much am I gonna take of it? <laughs> it's like okay, enough. Like, like I, I I know I know I messed up, but oh come on. <laughs> literally come on man like just let me get through like just let me like, get through the day like don't get on my ass yeah. about this yeah and like i said if you want if you want somebody to even like an interior decorator or someone who's gonna like plan your all-time you know the Ooh, best wedding event. planner who who would be your ideal wedding planner you know a taurus or a libra someone venusian really yeah, aesthetically You're gonna forget wise. Things. You want a Virgo that's gonna remember. Maybe I man, I would still even I would pick an earth sign. I would pick a Taurus actually yeah. to be my wedding uh, planner. You know what? An earth sign would be ideal. They're very much living in the here and now. They're they like fixed pretty on things. their ways. They like routine, absolutely. And especially Taurus. Aesthetics, Venus. And 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 not to talk about Libra yet, because we haven't gotten there yet, Libra. <laughs> so relax. Um, Venus rules Taurus and Libra, but the way that Venus expresses itself in Taurus is not the same way it expresses itself in Libra, similar to Mercury with Gemini and Virgo. Now, Venus expresses itself in the physical form in Taurus, which is why a lot of Tauruses are so beautiful. I mean, look at Adele, like, with her gorgeous face and her gorgeous voice, which she apparently now is dropping more music because she's been heartbroken. Let me ask you something. What? Do you think it's very water sign behavior of me (laughs) to literally love tragic like they're the the most tragic albums of artists like for instance like tragic like meltdown britney is like my favorite britney i love britney's blackout is her best album today find me on it okay well i could not agree with you more but when i say that again slave for you is everything but when i talk to people about 2007 blackout don't it's it's not even a question like that's her best album today production wise that got to me the most give me give me oh my and i was a christina girl i loved christina i mean stripped is still one of my favorite albums i still jam to that shit um but yeah so people were like oh my god how could you not have died for yeah i get it as a performer i mean britney's an incredible performer even though you know what um i think britney back in the day her peak like 98 to like 2002 2003 like i was living my best life i was like i was the biggest britney fan on fucking earth you've always been a britney i've fan. always been a britney fan but i've also known that she doesn't really perf- she doesn't really sing live oh yeah like i, I go like people are like why would you oh, go babe, see babe. it's like why would you go see her at a concert and i'm like she she is my childhood like i she is my queen and like that's it like i'm not I know she's not singing live. Like, I think the only song she performed live was Every Time. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I cried. Oh, my Duh. God. That song is so sweet. Um, But I, I, I'm, I'm there for the show. You know, I'm not there. Same. I'm not yeah. there. to. I, I know she's not singing like, whatever. And she is the most evolved fire sign. She is a Sagittarius. Sag. So she has that mutable energy. She's really able to. Oh, she's dating out Pisces. Another mutable sign. Hi. She is like. Oh yeah, Britney's man. It's like hello. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, really quickly because this is Virgo season, and I'm already being, you know, Val, and the Virgos are listening. Like, <laughs> Talk why about aren't us. you right? So, w- how can you make the best out of this season? First of all, 
there is something unique and powerful to every season. And it's almost like, you know, like when you're walking toward, this is like a horrible example, but you know, when you're walking around the world in Epcot, that you're kind of like, <laughs> this is exactly what you're going for. where are we going with this? The Virgos are like, where are we going with this? That you're like, oh, let me take advantage and grab a, you know, slushy here in France. And then I'm going to grab a, you know, I'm going to have this little appetizer in Mexico. And you kind of try to make the most out of, you know, the world Mm -hmm. as you know it in Epcot, whatever. Mm -hmm. You got to make the most out of the Zodiac and the Divine Order. Now, once, so Virgo, we know that it's an Earth sign, but the Virgo energy, like the, the where it stems from is the earthy maiden looking towards the horizon with nature's harvest in hand, right? So she's picking up the the harvest and she's like, oh my God, the seasons are changing. She intuitively senses the changing of the seasons and begins to gather enough physical substance in order to serve the people around her for the cold winter months ahead. Because once the winter came around, our poor ancestors, man, they literally like they had to just rough it out because it was dark. The night is cold. What is it? The night is dark and full of terror. It was dark. It was, you know, one of the, the, the most difficult times. So that is what the Virgo season is about, which is why this sign is so powerful, because they just intu- they're very intuitive too. a a, good, a fellow Virgo. Emily mm-hmm. um, actually told me this one time, and I'm not sure. I think she may have read it. And I loved this analogy so much. She said that Virgos are Scorpios with their legs crossed. I could see that. Because of the little M being like, <laughs> Emily, I love that so much. Um, and it's like the best way really to to describe Virgos, right? So what can you make, how can you make the most out of this season? So polishing and perfecting and critiquing your individual craft. So if there's a talent that you're working on or there's something in the workplace that you really want to you know, achieve or a promotion you want to get or something that you need to get in order. This also can have to do with your health because Virgo rules, you know, the, the physical body, the physicality, right? <laughs> um, so thinking about what it is that you learned about yourself during Vir- during Leo season, whether it's because you want to, you know, keep working on that talent that you discovered or, you know, let's say you want to lose weight or whatever. Maybe you want to Marie Kondo. Virgo <laughs> is tis the season y'all like y'all y'all like what's what am i saying so now virgo prefers quality over quantity any day obviously we think of mm-hmm. the beyonce's of the world and this could be either personally or professionally but the more practical the better so take advantage of virgo season you know get your to-do list done stay consistent in your routine be productive and do your chores man i mean i don't think that people have chores but you know what i mean like do your yeah. due diligence yeah yeah so, all right, y'all. So now, Lucy and I were so okay. So, I had to bring this along because I cannot believe you did this. <laughs> I may have mentioned this hold to on, you guys. Hold on, before. hold on, hold on. I just want everyone to know that I found out about this before we walked into the studio, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the hell?" Okay, please proceed. Y'all will thank me later. Okay, this is gonna be a very um, you know. So. I brought today with me my sextrology book, which this is the book that I mentioned to you guys 
on the first episode of my podcast that I brought this book. This is a gem, y'all. I brought this book along with me to grad night and my assistant principal found it in my bag as she was like searching to make sure that I didn't bring anything like a weapon. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she was like, Valerie Massa. I was like, I just want to do some light reading. So, okay. <laughs> this book is called Sextrology, the Astrology of Sex and the Sexes by Starsky and Cox. Cox is spelled C-O-X. Thank for you for that. Perverts. We were wondering. <laughs> so this is like one of my favorite books because it's so one, naughty. And secondly, I just love, you know, as a Scorpio Rising 8th House fellow, um, I like to see the dark side. I like to see, you know, obviously the taboo side of, of signs. So this book, it lists not only like the famous Virgo women and men out there in the world, but it also talks about their turn-ons oh god so please proceed what would you say is a virgo turn on lucy before we get into this i'm just curious a virgo (laughs) i from my experience i guess oh from your experience i'm I'm saying let let, let me finish uh i can't with the the most obnoxious person (laughs) being um Clean spaces, clean faces, clean Oh, no, we know that. Be put together. But I'm talking about, like, turn-ons. Like, sexual turn-ons. I'm saying being clean. Like, I don't know, clean-shaven. But that's not going to get, like, I mean, Virgos, send Um, me an email at yourastrodisiac at gmail.com or send me an Instagram message at Valerie Mesa. How about having a routine? But... Do you guys like in the bedroom? Does that really like get you going? You know, yet. what does the book a say? A clean space. <laughs> a clean space. I don't. Yeah, but I want to hear. I want to hear. No, but in, I'm saying a clean space in the sense that if it's messy, if your mm. room's messy, a Virgo's side, they're gonna be like, right. No. But look at Lucy. She's still she's still sugarcoating. I want to hear something that you think is raw. <laughs> so what you. would you say? I'm not gonna tell you. Okay, fine. Lucy's not gonna tell us. So. Maybe in time. Virgo, this is astrodisiac, so I have to make it dirty every now and then. So let's 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 talk about this. Virgo is right, the virgin. But the virgin is not is isn't necessarily the virgin now. Like she is kind the essence of Virgo is like the Mary Magdalene. You know, it's almost like that I'm sexual, but I'm ashamed of it, but I'm not, but I am. I don't want to come off oversexed, but I still have desires, et cetera, et cetera. So because they love to be of service to others, Virgo would kind of be the submissive type normally, okay. typically, if we obviously take that Virgo essence into consideration, because I, I don't doubt that there are Virgos out there that like to take control, right? That like mm-hmm. to take charge. However, I think that being like submissive to their partner and serving them is something that they would naturally enjoy. Now, according to this book, and I'll say it again, Sextrology, the Astrology of the Sex, of Sex and the Sexes, Starsky and Cox, high-power creatives turn on Virgos. Passive, B&D. High-power creative, that's a Pisces, come on. (laughs) The perfect partner. Ooh, good point. Hygiene. What did I say? Obviously, for sure. Hygiene. Business suits. Bosses bikers and skinheads wow but you know why because they're so well put together that a biker or like a, a, someone with like full of tattoos or something like that like out of the ordinary Ooh, they would, Lucy, they would yes. like that yeah that's their like eclectic mutable energy at the end of the day like they're almost going again what is virgo's polar opposite pisces their seventh house their mirror what do they look for the pisces type the pisces would be the biker right mm-hmm 
Tantric Techniques Candle Wax. Maid Secretary Role Play. My God. Humiliation. You see? It's that degrading, like, I'm at your service, master. Oh, my God. It's like a, yeah, mind you, this is like, we're getting, like, we're getting a little deep into it, but this is a very, uh, Virgoan type of thing, right? So, corsets and garters, high leather boots, dungeons and goths. I could supersede that. Yeah. Interesting. That was for the Virgo woman, by the way. That that was for the Virgo. Yes. What about the Virgo man? Let's see the Virgo man. It's gotta be the same thing, but... I love this book so much. (laughs) Older and experienced partners. (laughs) Small breasts. What? Skinny legs. Submission. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, I wonder if they mean that they like their partners to be submissive or they like... To be. To be submissive. Handcuffs. Technicians playing doctor, <laughs> voyeurism, light pain. Interesting, Virgo. Interesting. You don't fool me, that's for sure. <laughs> I had to throw that in there because I feel like Virgos are always given, like, they get that reputation for being perfect. And they are. They they think that they're a hot mess because... Maybe that's when they let go. Th- yeah. Maybe that is when they let go, right? Yeah. Um, And they enjoy it. I mean, they're earth signs. They are... Earth signs are great huggers. They're, like, amazing huggers. Um, Very sensual. But, you know, maybe very they just... Touchy-feely. They like to get down. <laughs> you guys, so, side note, I will be at the Coral Gables Museum on September the 12th for the full moon in Pisces, the full moon glow up. This is the second full moon glow up event, just a side note. Um, It's going to be extra special. So it's going to be at the Coral Gables Museum. There's going to be music by Matayo Music. There's going to be yoga with True Fusion Coral Gables, a beauty and retail intermission featuring Glam Squad, Athleta Rupees, which I believe is Popsicles, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You're going to be there, right, Lucy? Be there, be square. And there's also going to be Henna by Melissa Adams and Glow Up Makeovers by Glam Squad with the rhinestones and the glitter. Super euphoria makeup. Oh my God, I love it. So perfect for Virgo season, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be giving a full moon synopsis at the end of the night, I believe at 8.30. So I hope to see you guys there. The tickets are already available on thinkpeacock.com. Peacock PR is in charge of this uh, event. So go ahead and get your tickets. They're still available. The link is actually on my bio at valeriemessa.com. So check that out. Now, let's talk about Beyonce's chart. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go with our, our pretend sound effect we already have real sound effects how dare we um this is so wild to me so let me open this here so you could see it with me you act like i know how to read a chart but cool you can you can you're not bad at it the, I know how to read it when... Which one is it? The one that gives you, like, the list? Cafe Astrology? Oh, my God. I hate... When people People always are like, okay, so I'm a this, and they send me, like, the list. I'm like, I need to see the wheel. Like, what if there is... I don't know how to read the wheel. You know? To me, no, no veo nada with the, with the list. I have a question about Talk charts. Talk to me. Talk to me. Is it just me or are Virgos, like, skeptics about getting... Like, ask when you ask them for the birth time, because it's happened to me that I ask Virgos for the birth, birth, birth time, and they're like... But for what? What do you need this for? That's such a good question. And it's so um, it's so typical of the earth signs 
to be super again they live here on earth they need to see to believe or else they they're just like what in the actual fuck right so i've asked people because of course you know my ass is like excuse me what time were you born (laughs) like i have no shame you met me and you're like what time (sighs) you were born and then when you told me like every everything about me like maybe in like five minutes i'm like who do you know who do you work for well it's funny (laughs) i remember perfectly when we met because we were we were sitting in the i think it was like the little tables outside of work we were having lunch and i was like rambling because i'm always rambling and i was talking about astrology and i think it was like yous was there i think even diana might have been there and um i remember just seeing you and i remember seeing like your super chinky pisces eyes just staring at me like staring me down as i spoke and like i just kept rambling but i was like I'm not sure if I'm entertaining her or pissing her off. I was probably intrigued. I was like, okay, keep going. But look at us now. <laughs> if I had like a little sweet, you know, adorable Aww. song. Oh, yeah, for real. Guys, I still need to get used to the sound effects. This is a process in, you know, in celebration of Virgo season. We're I am learning. indulging in the process of this uh, podcast. Now, Beyonce, the most amazing Virgoan goddess in Hollywood. Not, but you have the Salma Hayek's of the world too. And let me tell you something from dusk till dawn when she has like, I mean, where did Britney get her slave for you idea from dusk till dawn when Salma Hayek came out with that snake uh-huh. with that music? Oh, that she's everything. Now, Beyonce is a Virgo son. Mm-hmm. And that is the only thing she has in Virgo because she has Mercury Libra, I'm sorry, Mercury, Saturn, Jupiter, Venus, and Pluto, all in Libra. Oh, wow. So she, the only thing she has... Beyonce has that much Libra in her? She's a... Uh, yeah, 100%. Why do you... Everything is love. <laughs> Hello. Like, she... Okay. So for, for, for the listeners who are listening, because that's something else that I heard from you guys. I know that you guys loved hearing, you know, mine and Lucy's conversation about the astrology and everything, but, um, which is why I love having Lucy on here because she's like the perfect, you know, combination because she knows about astrology, but she also like, doesn't know the technicalities. Right. So I like to give you guys as much context as possible. I don't want to be that annoying person. That's like the sun, the moon, the sex house, and nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. Right. So I still don't know about the houses, but yeah, keep going. Porque no te da la gana. Because there's 12 signs and there's 12 houses, Lucy. I just, know that I, have order. Them, I, I just know that I have them in order. That's all I know. But I'm saying like when other people are like, I'm a third house in What's in the Aries. third sign of the Zodiac? No, no, no. But sometimes I read of like people saying like, oh, I have my sixth house and this sign. But it's like, I'm like, but what are you talking about? But you're so smart. Pero like a typical Pisces. Look I'll at me. Pero, pero, pero. <laughs> but like a typical Pisces, you, you like almost like, or no, this is your Mercury and Aries that you just like impulsively are like, ah, whatever. I don't get it. <laughs> And I'm, I'm going to be this obnoxious person because it's Virgo season and I'm going to make you understand it right now. Wow. So getting 12, schooled. everybody listen right now. So 12 signs, 12 zodiacs. So 12, I, I 12, understand that. I understand that. 12 signs, so 12 sorry. Signs. 12 houses, 12 zodiac signs, right? That's fine. Okay. But when people use it, I'm, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure you can say it in different ways. I have my Mercury in Aries. Okay. That would be Mercury in the first house? Well, you have it in order. Because I know, I know, but when other people say it, I know it's in disorder, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're It's going to be about. like a mind bender for you, and you're going to enjoy doing this. Now, I get that you don't get that part, right? So you already know, like I said, 12 zodiac signs, 12 houses. Yeah. The, the, the sign, okay, so the planet in a chart is the actor. The house mm-hmm. is the stagecraft and the scenery. Okay. What is the third sign of the zodiac? Aries. 
Taurus, Gemini? Correct. So what does the third house, what would the third house look like? That's Gemini's house. Think of Gemini's pad. That's Gemini's pad. Think of like a little dorm room. What would be in the room? Texting nonstop, communication, the mind. Okay. What's the fourth sign? Cancer. So what would the fourth house be? Your home. Mac and cheese. Hell yeah, mac and cheese. Let me tell you something about mac and cheese. Can we stay home? That's, That's a cancer house. Let me. That's like you. Yeah. Mac and cheese is like a sexual experience for me. I <laughs> again, I love that you just said what it like fourth house mac and cheese. Like That's hell it. to the yes. So I'm a Cancer Sun and Moon. So the Moon is the way is the way you nurture yourself, which also has to do what you eat. So comfort food all the way. Clearly, the worst. Hold on, you said the Moon has to do with what, what you eat. Uh huh. You do you like spicy? You like hot food? You like everything extra hot? With your Aries rising, excuse me. I, this coffee's not hot enough. Take I it do back. order my coffee extra hot. Okay, I I, I need I need it to burn my mouth a little Which, bit. Which so FYI, my mom, your twin, yeah. you guys are so much alike, has a rising Aries, and she literally will burn her tongue, and she's like, "Oh my god, this coffee is not hot enough." And I l- have to let my coffee cool off. I'm an iced coffee gal, so I let my coffee like cool off even when it's hot. She's like, "Oh my god, that's already like so yeah." It's una sopa. It's yeah. She's like ill. I'm like that. How do you like? I'm like, mom, yeah. I, I just cannot do it. So I'm in Aries, so that fast food. I'm guessing because I'm. Oh my that's god, my that's jam. so yes, exactly. Fast what, food, hot foods, mm-hmm. food, food that that you could you guys eat quickly. Sometimes it's yours. I'm, I'm a slow eater. I think half yeah. of the time. Yeah, that's because true. Because I like talking. Oh, that's true. Okay. So I talk and it's like, oops, it's cold. I, I won't <laughs> eat it. <laughs> so yeah, claro, everybody's different, but that would be the case. So. Now that you get an idea, fifth house belongs to Leo. So what would the fifth house be about? Creativity. So if you have a planet, I have my Mars in the fifth house. I want to create. See, now that that just threw me off. You have your Mars. Hold on. You have your Mars in Leo. In Pisces. But But, in Leo's house. See, that's where I get confused. But why? But why? (laughs) Mars. So it's a fifth house of Leo. Correct. And you have Pisces. It's like Pisces paying rent. All exactly. That's what Mars. It is? Mars is dressed up as Pisces because Mars is a Pisces. Mars is in Pisces mode. He's dressed up as Pisces. He's the actor, and he's doing what he does best, which is take action impulsively. It, it like you know is impatient, is competitive. I'm super competitive with my with my art. I'm super competitive with my okay. with my self expression. I admit that, and I'm saying it like loud and clear. I have see no the rent shame. analogy. This, like this just changed life well, for me right now. It's so much fun though, and and not to be like annoying about it, but I that's why I see you, and I'm like, no, 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 she's gonna get it because it's <laughs> once you do that in your ah, head. Okay. So how would your again you. Yours is in order. So it's, it, you get what I'm saying? It's not as complicated because your Venus is in Aquarius and it's in the 11th house of Aquarius. Uh-huh. So she acts like the Aquarius, surrounded by Aquarius like things in an mm. Aquarius like atmosphere, friendships, groups, tribes. So hold on, for example. So I can say if I have my Jupiter in Virgo, I have my Jupiter in the sixth house. Sixth house. Sometimes you have it in the fifth because houses can be intercepted depending on the degrees, mm-hmm. but you have it in the sixth house. You have everything exactly where it belongs. Got it. Okay. Now I have. Let's see now if if you get so I have my Venus in Gemini in the eighth house. Whoa, hold on, hold on. Okay. Wait a minute. Eighth house, that's Scorpio. Scorpio's house. Okay, and you have Gemini. So Gemini's paying rent to Scorpio, being like, talk to me. Venus is paying rent to Scorpio. Venus, sorry, sorry, sorry. Venus? Venus is paying Venus is is Airbnb <laughs> in the in the galaxy and Scorpio's dungeon haunted house. Uh-huh sex taboo the occult 
Venus likes to indulge. Venus likes to express herself. Venus likes seduction. And you have it in Gemini, so that means... And Gemini likes to talk. Hello, why do you guys think I'm on astrodisiac? So, that, so occult, astrodisiac, mm -hmm. talking, Gemini. Do you see... Okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Interesting, huh? We're making progress, y'all. You guys, okay. I hope back, back. that you're enjoying this part of it because I think it's interesting when you can look at your chart that way. Yeah. No, because I'm telling you, like, I, I, I read on Twitter, it's like, yeah, I have my uh, Venus in the whatever, whatever house. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? But now it's going to take me a while to, like, read through it and, like, actually get it. But it's like a little crossword it's, puzzle. It's easier. You know yes. what else is really interesting, too, what? that you could do? If you know someone's rising sign, mm -hmm. let's say the person is a rising Aquarius. Mm -hmm. The ascendant rising is their first impression. So their first impression is eclectic. They usually have very like shiny, sparkly eyes, like very galaxy eyes, people who are a rising Aquarius. Um, and they dress, you know, they don't dress like everybody else. They like to stand out in a crowd. They're very eclectic, like I said. Now, because this... Time out. Yeah. Rising is how you dress. Uh huh. So the moon Venus is, how you is also <laughs> Venus is also how you dress because Venus is style. But but your your first house is the house of self and appearance. Okay. How do I how do I like to dress? Like a goth. Yeah, I'm like black. Exactly. Like I like to wear reds. I like to wear like Scorpio mm. colors. How do you like to you like reds too? You like bold. I like red. I like red. Um, no, because like I think animal print. <laughs> I think uh, most of the time when I think of like when I uh, put together my rising Aries with like fashion and stuff like that. I'm all about like athleisure. Like I will be yes, wearing gym are. clothes and not go to the gym. Exactly. You see what I mean? But then your Venus also plays a role here, but it also has to do with rising. So you could see the way someone dresses by their Venus and by their rising sign. Now, just by knowing their rising sign, the second house belongs to Taurus. This has to do with money. This has to do with self-worth. This has to do with the way you spend Someone with a Pisces, with Pisces as their second house, has completely like zero, no offense, but just they're not in tune with like their values. Like it's it's very wishy-washy. They may even I mean, overspend <laughs> or, you know, be in debt perhaps. Kind of when it comes to values, when it comes to things like that, they might be a little bit Pisces. They might even make too many sacrifices because Pisces are very giving. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm only going to go to the third house because I don't want to make you dizzy. But then the third house, how do they think? How do they communicate? Like in Aries. So people who are rising Aquarius, if their houses, obviously, and they're not intercepted, the, their third house would be ruled by Aries. So they would be fast thinkers and they would be impulsive, like when they communicate with other people, mm -hmm. et cetera. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Which is why for you, it's so neat. People who are rising Aries, everything is very a matter of fact because it's in the same order. Yeah. Um, That's boring. I know, right? It's like, <laughs> no. I have everything in order. I don't have to think that hard. <laughs> I think you're proud of your rising Aries. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's the best thing. Mer moon, Mercury, and rising. That's crazy. I'm a little fireball. You are, but you're so Pisces at the end of the day. I see, like, I'm a fireball, but I cry, so. <laughs> that's your that's your Pisces. Yeah. Um, so, Beyonce. Let's, oh, oh, forgot about that. Forgot about <laughs> the queen. Okay, forgot about the queen. <laughs> yeah. Rising Libra. What do you think about that? She is, she is, she's gorgeous, I mean. Mm-hmm. is gorgeous. She's she is beautiful. She has Venus conjunct her ascendant. Her ascendant is 20 degrees Libra. Remember, ascendant, first impression, 
face, even head, because Aries is the first house. It rules the head. It I mean, rules. She has someone following following her with a fan, so her hair is always moving. <laughs> exactly. Venus is beauty. Venus rules Libra, so it's double. The beauty is even more just pronounced. She also has Pluto conjunct her ascendant, which why she means business. But she has a moon in Scorpio too, and her moon is conjunct Uranus. You know that I say Uranus and Uranus. I always say it differently as long as I don't say it, you know, like everybody else. But I try Uranus. to Uranus. Um, her moon in Scorpio comes through all the time. I have a feeling that's why she's so private and so like. You have a feeling. I have a feeling. No, I'm sure that's a what it is. Thousand percent. You know that I always think that Beyonce has an astrologer. You, that's not even a question, and so does Lana Del Rey because she dropped Norman fucking Rockwell on the on the Virgo new moon. So and let's not even get into Norman fucking Rockwell because that is a whole other episode on its mm-hmm. own. Um, not, but I, I honestly, I think she has an astrologer and that, that she be- believes in like numerology because she's September 4th, JC is September 4th, her album 4, like everything with like numbers and stuff like that. I'm, I'm pretty sure she has that like figured out. So part of, because Beyonce's houses as per Astro theme are intercepted here, but part of... Beyonce's second house, which is values, is Scorpio. She values taboo, occultism, Mm -hmm. you know, darkness, privacy, loyalty. Um, She is, I mean, notice in her videos, her eyes do not leave the camera. I mean, I think you're supposed to look at the camera when you're performing. But sometimes, like, you're just like, wow, like, her eyes are so... Your your moon, you can tell someone's eyes by by their moon i mean you can by their rising as well but the moon kind of comes through in the eyes eyes are the windows to the soul the moon is the shadow self so she has her moon in scorpio conjunct uranus now what does this tell us about beyonce she has super intuitive moments like lightning like it comes to her like lightning especially with what she should invest her time in this energy is also connected making a trine actually almost a perfect trine to her midheaven which is her career and reputation in the world the way people view her her midheaven cancer she's a mom everybody sees her as mother as a goddess yeah like she is my mom hi mom mom. i hope you're listening yeah like we we can only wish right um so (laughs) okay so your midheaven your midheaven determines your career your public persona your your reputation your legacy People who have people who are rising Libra and who have a midheaven in Cancer are super like they people just adore mid, Cancer midheavens, and I think it's because the can the moon the moon pulls the tides the moon pulls you mm-hmm. so she pulls people in she really pulls people in, and Cancer's ruled by the moon her moon's in Scorpio so she people get obsessed with her, yeah reporting live. <laughs> they get obsessed with her, but then she has her Mars the way she takes action. Her levels of assertion, even her sex appeal, conjunct her midheaven as well. Not her midheaven, but almost. It's in her 10th house. Mm-hmm. And her north node, which means she is destined to express herself, be in the limelight, and she's competitive too. Oh, shit, I love it. Do you see her competitive side? Do you think she's petty? Because I feel like she's she's really good at not... I don't think she's petty. I don't know. The thing is that, who's her competition? No offense. <laughs> no realistically like i think she's on a league on a, on a league of her own okay so i have to say this but what do you think about normani because she has a moon in scorpio like beyonce 
Does she? She's I, a Gemini, right? Yes. And I, her performance, I, like, I am nobody, guys, but I have to be honest here. I wasn't impressed with her performance, but I was very impressed with her video. The video was really nice. The video, really video was incredible. Video. I think she's an incredible dancer. Yeah. Um, I was very, like, again, very I think shocked. They're, re- they're really trying to push her as, like, the next Beyonce. Beyonce. But my mother's there's levels but she's trying man no i know i know she's trying and i applaud her for for that but yeah i i mean could it happen i think with the with the right virgo wars i mean it's like it might happen it's like the lady gaga's you know versus madonna thing you know like there will never be another queen of pop but but there will be there will be a more evolved version because you know i'm sure look at the marilyn monroe's of the world i mean there's going to be more the liz taylor etc no, but I think I think Normani has it in her. To, she really does, and to be, the, to be like the next big thing, yeah, she has it. You know, I, I I fellow Cancer Scorpio Moon Lauren Haregi, who's also a Miami girl. <laughs> I I really enjoyed um, seeing her as a solo artist. I, I really I, I feel like she has something. Dude, now that you talk about her, I was watching a video that she knows everything about astrology. She knows her rising, her moon, everything. I saw, I saw, she's a rising Leo and I had no idea. What? It made so much sense to me. And imagine this is what happens to her, which is why I feel that she hasn't made more music, which is why I feel that she hasn't. Right. She's a rising Leo and her moon's in Scorpio. So her personality and her emotions clash. Yeah. She wants to be one way, but she's extremely private. So it's difficult for her to like, be completely herself. Got it. And okay. then she's a cancer to top it off. But I liked I liked expectations. I expect you expect we expect. Apparently, look how interesting. Expectations was about the goddess Lilith, which is why she wore like the black leather and she did Lilith has everything to do with like your raw sexuality, etc. And then I think the other song I forgot what the other song was called, but she was inspired by the goddess Aphrodite and she said that in an interview. What? So she typical cancer extremely into everything that's you know revolving around the occult occult. wow so that who's left dana is left from the fifth harmony that didn't do anything ali and was it dana knows is it dina jane dina i thought it was i have no idea i don't don't know sorry guys uh but i know who she is i I don't know if she's released anything but i know ali brooke okay i think she had something i don't mean okay we only care about Camila, Normani, and Lauren over here. By oh my over God. here, I mean me. <laughs> for, yeah, no. For, and Camila's killing it. I mean, she has a new album coming out, and um, you could tell she's very inspired by her, by the love of her life, right? Which we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I mean, I hope I get to see more of Lauren. You know, I feel like she, she maybe was, the breakup. Well, I mean, she did say, where was it at the, was it the AMAs? I don't know, the war show not too long ago, like during, during the summer, that she did say that her album's coming out next year. So, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, fun fact. Thank fun you, Lucy. Fact. Lucy, tell us. I mean, we didn't talk about your foodie queen with a side of memes today, but Lucy is a. Oh, it's 11 11. Make a wish. Lucy is a food connoisseur and just Miami foodie extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody your. I'll eat that. I L L E A T D A T. I'll eat that. Oh yeah. Tell them, Lucy. No, but you know, you know what? I haven't posted anything. I think for like the past week with the hurricane and all that, because I ate all my snacks, so I haven't eaten anything. 
you guys also shout out to or not even a shout out i'm that, devastated sh- with the bahamas yeah, situation no, that's, that's not a shout out no no yeah, it, it's just the wrong thing to say but yeah i was gonna say sending my love and strength to the people from the bahamas and you know everything that all was also happening in the amazonia but that's just a whole other conversation um and yeah you guys once again i want to remind you that if you are in miami and you are a fellow moon child and you feel like moon bathing, join me at the Coral Gables Museum on September the 12th. Next Thursday, there's going to be yoga under the full moon, a DJ cocktails, glam squad, Athleta is going to be there, Rupees Inc. from Wynwood. There's going to be a retail and beauty intermission and henna tattoos, glow up makeovers by Glam Squad with rhinestones and glitter. Everyone's going to just be, it's so moon and Pisces, so we're going to be celebrating that. So yeah, tickets are on thinkpeacock.com. My name is Valerie Mesa. My hit my well my instagram is valerie mesa and if you want to send me an email or send any questions or anything you'd like me to discuss i always get some of your questions and i i'm so grateful for that your astrodisiac at gmail.com and thank you guys for being here thank you lucy for being here thank you for having me and i will see you guys very soon stay tuned for the full moon in pisces that's coming up so thank you guys so much exciting